0: What's poppin' everybody? It's
1: JTO and it's DTown.DT and you're listening to Bop It. Bop It is your go-to music podcast talking about everything dropping, flopping, and whopping in this thing.
0: Or, or, or. <laughs> and to get things started we are going to talk about our favorite album drop of the week we're
1: getting right into it d what was your album drop of the week well since we last saw y'all on release radar we were talking about all things we're going to talk about and since then janelle money monae came out with this beautiful album called dirty computer dirty computer, computer dirty computer D- i had to clean my computer screen after i listened to this song <laughs> Um this whole album it is phenomenal it is everything i was looking forward to with i like that with everything it had literally every genre in there under the r&b and soul category and she went off with her features zoe kravitz all the Stevie Wonder when on Stevie's Dream. Pharrell Williams. Pharrell did that, like, he redeemed his stuff because, you know, he was featured on the, um, Into the, not Into the Woods. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Justin Timberlake, he produced Justin Timberlake's album, and I wasn't really messing with it, but Pharrell did a good job on this feature. It gave us a nice summer bob to just listen to and just have a good time. And, I don't even know what to say. I mean, it was like sexy, it was fun, it promotes advocacy. It was like an overall wholeness that I was looking forward to that I didn't know I wanted, but I got it and I couldn't say anything else. I was just like, And you know what? Another thing
0: that's awesome about Dirty Computer is that not only was it a good album to listen to and have fun to, but he, this was filled with bops with a message. Like, every song has some type of message in it. It wasn't just like, oh, we're going to get turned up and have a great time this summer. It was also like oh we're gonna get turned up and have a great time but we're also gonna learn about female rights yeah. and vaginas
1: respecting women like it's intersectional feminism at its finest it throws it in it gives you a message without letting you know that you're listening to a message it just it was 2018 it was my generation it was i don't even know like it had but like the references and like all the guitar and the backbeat the production it had like prints Madonna Phil, Stevie Wonder as I already mentioned, Donna Summers, and like just all these greats where you could feel they had some type of like put into it. It was pop, it was hip-hop, it was funk, it was R&B, it was soul, it was everything under the sun except country, which we're not playing No, it had a little bit of country on that one song, like a Stevie Nicks vibe to it, so you didn't realize it was like a country feel, you know what I'm talking about? I'm not gonna, okay, I know technically it's country, but
0: like, Cut, like Stevie Nicks is that person but that we can we can give Stevie Nicks a pass. She's that country, but yeah, I we give Stevie like, Nicks a we we give her a country pass. Like she's <laughs> she's country and
1: Fleetwood Mac is country, but we allow her into the the other genres. You know what I'm saying? I understand, yeah, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. But I mean, listen to that whole album. I don't I, like me and JTO came to consensus that we could not take a whole pot like take this short period of time to talk about Dirty Computer and really like go into depth all the messages she was was like getting across and everything, so tune in next week to our Release Radar episode, where we will be talking about the dirty computer. Make sure you have your USBs ready, okay? I, don't, I can't think of any more computer jerk jokes, um, but JTO, what's your album drop of the week? So, I'm just gonna be that basic white person, um,
0: go ahead and say this, um, <sighs> Post Malone, Post Malone, okay, let me tell you about this. <laughs> you keep saying his name is my thoughts on his album. So, listen. I was not the biggest Post Malone fan. I was not the biggest Post Malone fan since like he, you know, was active on the scene. But like the past couple of months, I've really grown to like a lot of his music, um, mostly because of the way his voice sounds. His his voice is very um, rock, but he's doing it behind some like hip hop beats and things like that. So it sounds a lot different than a lot of the other. Uh, Hip-Hop music that you're getting nowadays, um, and so he went raw he went he did a lot with this album that I didn't expect him to do like um, he Kind of followed up with you know his hit I fall apart He had a lot of songs that kind of followed up and had that same like down-to-earth I just got hurt and now I'm gonna write about it type of feel, but he also had some songs like same bitches with uh, YG and G-Eazy which was just
1: his speeches were amazing. it was my,
0: my turn up album or my turn up bop and then he also has ball for me with Nicki Minaj this is the last collaboration that I ever thought Nicki Minaj would have would be with Post Malone, but yeah. for some reason it worked, and we got like oh like two thousand and nine, two thousand and ten, Pink Friday, Nicki. Minaj, we got yeah. Pink Friday uh, verse Nicki Minaj on this, and so this was like something I hadn't heard since she was you know on songs with like Ludacris and things like that. She brought that back. There's songs like Paranoid, which actually holds the record for the second largest. Uh, first day streams of any song on Spotify right behind J. Cole, which just set the record last week. But this wasn't even a single, which is what was so insane. And then Better Now, which is going to be likely the next single from this album because it's doing so well on the uh, streaming charts. So top to bottom, this this album had something for the people who wanted to party and you know all the basic white people. But yeah. it also had a lot of other songs that you can kind of sit, set it aside uh, for different feelings like if you're sad there's a song for you if you're just kind of trying to
1: ponder life and life's thoughts there's a song in there for you so i mean yes it was a good it was a diverse album i mean it wasn't my favorite per se like album drop um, but I did go back and listen to it again because right after I listened to Dirty Computer, I listened to Post Malone's album and like I was holding Post Malone to like Janelle Monáe standards and they just like threw everything off. Cause, like I remember texting JTO and was like, ah, like I can't do this. Like, no, it was too much because I had just listened to like all this feminism and girl power and then all this misogyny. <laughs> 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 and <that's laughs> i Population full, man, have see the same bitch. Exactly. Like, <laughs> so it was just like, uh, but it just... I wanted more i feel like i just mm-hmm. really wanted more from him i wanted more of that grunge rock feel and i think i got too much rap and not enough grunge for me yeah the the reason i think i like like this
0: album a lot more than you do is because i went in with like very very low expectations i haven't <laughs> been i haven't been a post malone fan yeah. but he's been proving me wrong and like most of his songs are the songs that the first time i listened to them, i'm like are we literally listening to this song again can we please like this is too trendy for me and then Like, later on, I catch myself singing Singing in the shower, and I'm like, oh, jeez. Like, I I don't even know how I know the words that have his songs, because I don't have them on my playlist. But for some reason, I know them. But um, I had really low expectations, which is probably why the first time I was listening through it, I was like, you know, I can really vibe with this. And then also, I took your advice and didn't listen to Dirty Computer until after I listened to uh, Post Malone's Mm -hmm. album. Uh, bongs and Bentley, that is. Um, I listened to that afterwards because he told me not to ruin yeah. my day by listening to soil that first. You gonna soil soiled <laughs> Soil all the releases
1: by Janelle Monae first, so. Yeah. That's what I got. Yeah, I mean, i still mess with this dirty computer right now. Um, yeah. Dirty
0: computer.
1: Alright, don't press the logout button quite yet. We're not done. Hello, everyone! Turn your computers back on. We're back. With the Miss of the Week. With the what? Miss of the Week. The Miss of the Week. Miss of the Week. The Miss of the Week. Miss of the Week. The Miss of the Week. Miss of the Week.
0: That song we just made up was better than these songs that we are about to talk about right
1: now. So Devin, what you got as your Miss of the Week? Um, your Miss of the Week. The Miss of the Week. The Miss of the Week. Miss of Miss of Miss of the Miss of the Wish of the Wish of the Whoop. Scoop a poo poo poo. Scoop it poo. Yeah. Um, Lift Yourself by Kanye has been deemed as my miss of the week. Okay? Most of the song wasn't even by Kanye. Anyway, that's what I'm saying. Okay, but if you were to track, Con- if you were to subtract Yay out of the whole equation with that, I probably would be messing with that song real heavy right now because it has a great, like, nice production value. But the scoopity poop poop poop, 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 boodle, boop, 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 boop reminded me too much of Bill Cosby, which reminded me too much of date rape, which reminded me that that's a bad thing. So, let's go. It's a no.
0: And then, I mean, as if one miss of the week wasn't enough for Kanyezy, we also have another one. Kanyezy. yay Ye versus the people with T.I. Okay. The song had potential. I heard the song. You know, it's not. It doesn't have a bad backing track. Why it's a miss for me is because this song is supposed to be political commentary. It's supposed to be a collaboration between T.I., who is, you know anti-Trump, and Kanye, who was apparently now Pro Trump? pro-Trump, this would be like commentary between, the back and forth as to why one despises one and as to why one likes one, but what it turned into was just like bare minimum stuff, like it didn't really talk about no content, there was no real content, it was like, I like Trump, I don't like Trump, I like Trump, they regard it, like cause,
1: you know, T.I. doesn't say his S's, so they regard it. You gonna so, get off of T.I.? I love T.I. He tried to educate Kanye West, okay, but
0: there was no substance there. This this had the potential to be a very, very good political commentary,
1: and they basically just half-assed it. They didn't do anything with it. I mean, that's also what happens when you are so far removed from what you are protecting or opposed against or for that you don't even know what to say about it because it doesn't affect you anymore. I mean, that maybe why at the end Kanye was like, we could go back and forth like this all day. Let's give
0: it back to the people. Well, let me tell you something, Kanye. The people don't like what you're putting out. It's trash, and you need to do better. So if you come in June and you don't have some good stuff, then get gone forever. Oh, wow. Somebody get him a towel. You
1: need a Viking
0: name? A Kanye is an artist of a generation. Kanye is a fantastic artist, and he's putting out trash right now, and it's very. It's disappointing it disappointed me. It, it does make you angry. I understand. It yeah. makes me angry because he has so much potential. 808s and Heartbreaks is one of the best albums that I have ever heard. And why can't you continue to be innovative
1: without putting out trash? I understand. We're gonna have to say we're gonna have to get off of Kanye for now. We'll be back. We will return to Yay pretty soon.
0: Okay. I mean
1: Breathe. I mean it we it was, it was, it was, was got mean, to mean, Breathe It was low. I add. I'm going to have the of this dying right now. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't find it.
0: What? I can't find it. What? I'm looking for it. What are you looking for? Hold on. What? Oh, there it is. What? My favorite find. Oh! <laughs> ah! All right. This is the part where we're going to talk about the favorite find of the week. What we, you know, didn't mean to stumble upon, but we
1: stumbled upon. And we are not regretting that find. So, Devin, what's your favorite find? Okay, so this is going, we're throwing it back a little bit. You know, I, I love R&B and Soul, which is really all I talk about at this point in my life. Um, it's a 19, it came out in 1988, so it was real old. I wasn't even born yet. I wasn't even idea of being born yet. Um, it's Superwoman by Karen White. It is a heartbreak, but like getting over your ex anthem. I don't have any exes to get over um for warning, but, <laughs> <laughs> but if I had what, I would play this song as I'm getting over them. Um, it's just, it's so good. She was like, she talks about, I cook your eggs right every morning and stuff. And then, then she's like, I know something's wrong. And she's like, I'm not going to sit here and be mistreated like this. Like she went in, she told him, you ain't going to treat me like this. I could be your superwoman or you can go. Mmm, literally. Karen White did that thing. Mm. What's your um
0: favorite find of the week? So we're gonna have the similar uh feelings. My favorite <laughs> find of the week is a little bit of uh Latina flair. Uh it's got it's called El
1: Anillo. Neo. <laughs> How come every time I say something you gotta laugh? Uh, uh. Every time I say something you just gotta laugh. Cause I was thinking El Negro per <laughs> <laughs> That's why I, that's why. I, <laughs>
0: <laughs> So, my favorite fight of the week is called El Anillo by Jennifer Lopez. She just kind of reimagined her Latin sound with this song. It is fantastic. The song itself is actually talking about, you know, like uh, Devin's song, talking about, like, you give me this, you give me that, you're great, you're perfect, we go well together, I love you. You give me everything, but where's the ring? If you like it, then you should have put a ring on That's what she said, That's Pequando. That means, where's the ring? Ooh, where and is she? can so find her. I don't know if she was sending shots over to A-Rod saying, propose now, but she, she was saying something, and the song just got a, a super good beat. The video which we'll talk about later is a super well produced video it's got some great dance sequences this is a good dance song man this song goes in and this has been a song that i am putting on repeat
1: even though i don't even understand half the words i'm still vibing to it like i do um when i hear this song i really just like picture fetty um like <laughs> rapping all the, like saying all the lyrics but still like JLo's voice so i picture like a main <laughs> <laughs> it's just <laughs> it's like a back, back, like a back <laughs> <perfect>. <laughs> all, all right. right so that's the favorite finds that's our favorite finds of the what of the week, week. Ow. all right you know what time it is Game time. There's a dog in the house. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my dad used to
0: say. But of
1: soccer game. Anyways, I like eggs. <laughs> Alright, so we're throwing it back. For game time to our very first episode, where what did we call it last time? Was it Cupid Shuffle? Cupid Shuffle. All right, so it's Cupid Shuffle. You know the name of the game. JTO has my phone, I have JTO's phone. We both selected two separate uh, playlists that we curated this time for sure. And we're going to press shuffle, and we have four opportunities to name the artist and the song. And the first three are worth one point, the last, the fourth song, is worth two points. I won last time, and I'm gonna choose to go first because I'm really bad at this game anyways. So I said I might go lose with strong. All right, so I chose the playlist, kickback playlist. Ooh, make makes you turn the sound all the way up too. All righty, so we're gonna get started with? I'm scared. Wait, is it Mike Jones? Is that the name of the song? No, it's Drop It, Give Me 50. Is it Mike, is it by Mike Jones? Okay. Alright, one point. Drop have give me 50 wood, I've give me 50 wood, I've give me 50 yeah, egg. Yeah. Alright, next song. Oh, this is Sexual by, uh, it's like Denico or something like that. Dynico, I can't, it's like DY, D-K-O. I don't know how to say the name. Yeah, it's called Sexual by Naked. Naked, oh okay, it's like N-A-K-E-D or something? N-E-I-K-E-D? Okay, yeah. I'm gonna give it to to you just cause, uh, I can't say that to You <laughs> you. You This is, uh, uh David Banner, play. Ain't it? Yes, this is an ad. Ah. Eric, you sweat. Wet, wet, let me see. Alrighty, and worth two points. Wake up, wake up. Um, Back to Sleep, Chris Brown. Is this with... Zayn and Usher? Yeah. Okay. So you got five points. Oh! Whoa, oh. oh, whoa, oh, oh, whoa. Oh. I'm gonna love Okay.
0: You, you got five points. Mm-hmm. I means I gotta get five points again this time. You're probably gonna get five for this one. Okay. Alright, so this is
1: the Fall 2016
0: playlist we chose. Ooh, because I'm so like, creative with my
1: names. Yeah. yeah. Honestly. Okay. Creativity just flows through your bones. Mmm. <laughs> 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 that was such a depressed Cardi B. Mm. Yeah. All right. Here's right. Repressing shuffle. Oh, this is easy.
0: Okay, Miss Germanata. It's Perfect Illusion by Lady Gaga. Correct the moon
1: though. Oh.
0: Bad things. Machine Gun Kelly featuring Camila Cabello. Before she left Fifth Harmony.
1: This is easy one too.
0: It's the third song. Why can't I think of the name? I know it's The Weekend. Why can't I think of the name right now?
1: You know it's a chorus company. Be
0: walking in your tireshoes.
1: Hurt you out. Come on, get the name. Why do I not know the name of this song? I know the name of this song. You do. Yes, thank god. Last one. This is so easy. This is so easy. Yeah, this is Sean. (laughs) Yes. Treat you better by Sean Mendez. This is a vibe. This is a vibe. I love this song I I won't.
0: Alrighty, so it's five to five, so you know what that means. It's a tiebreaker. We go to the top charts of the Spotify. Dang it! You're and win. we press shuffle, and the first person to get the song and artist wins. Wins. So I have not
1: been on top of top chart music lately. To the top charts.
0: Uh, oh, and ready, set. Another song.
1: Is This uh, This is Pokemon Pokemon. Is it Paranoid? It's not Paranoid It's not Paranoid It's not Paranoid It's not same B word (laughs) <laughs> yeah, song. I don't know this one. Oh, rich and sad. Oh, man. i going right, to going one of those things. Is this the weekend?
0: Oh. Cry
1: for me, the weekend. Oh, he's not met. No, I, I don't even know the album track names off his album. What? Sucking this one up.
0: Call my
1: name ah! Ah! <laughs> ah! Ah, what it's okay it's okay it's all right I got something that you' gonna like and you know what that's gonna be we we talk about next is what the top five
0: right after a brief message from, from our, our correspondence, sponsor. over at the music news <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to you, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> this just in. Kanye West has officially... What? Lost his marbles!
1: Oh, my God. Kanyezy. What's going on, homie? More like Kanyezy. Have you seen him? Oh, my God. What we have to talk
0: about in the news section today is largely around Kanye West himself. So, me... And DTown.DT, the dt stands for Donald Trump is going to say start- hold up hold <laughs> up
1: no no, no 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 we're gonna we're gonna put this train in reverse okay thank you beep, beep. park it all right let's we're gonna we're not stopping there um, it stands for Devin Townsend okay but we're gonna get started by talking about Kanye West and his
0: um, tumultuous reentry into the pop industry. Um,
1: re-entry more like suicidal drop yeah he just tried to drop out that thing okay so I'm gonna start with your thoughts cause I feel like I have like kind of a theory that's been like kind of been fulfilled as I uh, wrote it down so what do you think of what's your thoughts on Kanye West I'm thinking Kanye
0: West thinks he's a free thinker by virtue of oh if I have opposing beliefs as to what Most people have That makes me a free thinker And he wants to be labeled as a free thinker So he's purposely saying Some of these are his opinions When they're not really his opinions Because him saying that he likes Donald Trump And all that he's doing Even though Donald Trump is Destructive to people of color Kanye West literally Said on live television at a telethon That George Bush hated black people But yet He put on that red hat And how does that make sense? You're 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 going back on the things that you said. Like, I know people like you know grow into their different beliefs and people's worldviews are constantly evolving, as is mine. But that is a major thing. You are a person of color. You either. don't look at someone and say, "Oh, they don't like people of color."
1: Under I, the table. But then you
0: see them. somebody who is on the internet all the time calling white Nazis good people and saying, "Oh, I support Donald Trump. I love him. Love is all that matters." Yeah, love is all that matters. But shoot,
1: you don't have to support the dude. Love is not support, they're not synonymous. And the big thing with that is, he wants to be a free thinker, which I understand being an artist, you like, yes, you deserve free thought and be able to like expand your thoughts on certain subjects. But when you get to the tier that Kanye West was resting at, you have a responsibility to the public, to the media. Yes, the media may swallow you up. And yes, the industry may destroy you and destroy your mental, yes. But you have to remember that there's people watching you for a reason. Because they believed in you or they felt like they, they correlated with you. So you have people out here now questioning everything that you do. So as Kanye West being an African American man, um, saying these things and trying to argue that he's just a free thinker and all this other nonsense is just completely ridiculous. It just makes no sense. But not even to like this but is not even to like contrast anything i just said because yes that's true um but i feel like he did this as a way to re-enter the music industry in some big and like grandier way and he wanted to make a big deal like why else would he go to tmz who uses who trusts tmz as a reliable source tmz
0: as their first like breakout interview nobody
1: I mean, I do appreciate him going to see um, Charlemagne the God and interviewing, doing like an hour, almost two-hour-long interview, and like really like fleshing it out. But going to TMZ to like not like launch all this information is just wild to me. And then he knows that the media does conflate and confuse all this other like, all use snippets and will easily do sound bites. Of what you actually said. So, why would you go to this media source that you know has been attacking your family before in the past? Because you've attacked a TMZ freaking paparazzi person before. (laughs) So, I don't understand why you would go to that person. Because I know I made sure to watch the full interview, and he did have some valid arguments, but you don't let your big, like the big moments and the big school pieces be these things that will support more hatred more fascism more like anti-black rhetoric or like anything that's anti-american being it's just uh, uh and
0: beyond beyond the whole political aspect of it kanye has you know talked about how he was addicted to opioids and pills and you know uh got treatment and he's fine now but what i'm going to say is like you know there was times back in the past where i would look at kanye in the way that he was carrying himself and be like oh wow I don't think he's okay, yeah. but I'm more looking at him now in the way that he's acting and thinking, "Oh no, now he's definitely not okay." Even though he says that he's okay, that's that is a lot of people who are mentally ill, and I don't I don't want to speak ill of Kanye, and like I don't know what I don't want to blame it on is, his mental illness. But a lot of people say. who are mentally ill a lot of times say that they're fine, um, and so you know this is something that I think a lot of people should be paying attention to. Um, I mean. Beyond that he's he said some very absurd things. Um he is releasing music that, you know, has no words. It's just scoop boop dee boop boop. Yeah. Scoop boop, boop 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 boop. Like how is that innovative? How is that how are people going to look back at, you know, lift you up or lift me and be like mm. Lift yourself? Lift yourself. <laughs> Sorry, the song is sucks and I don't bother to even know the name of it. How are people gonna look back on that song and be like you know, Kanye was years ahead of his time. Yeah. I look back, like I said earlier, 808s and Heartbreaks, I look back and be like, wow, Kanye was ahead of his time. I look back at, um, you know, all of his, you know, most recent albums, Think I think Kanye is ahead of his time. Even The Life of Pablo, which, you know, kind of missed a few marks for me. I look back and be like, you know, maybe a couple years from now I'm going to look back at that and be like, wow, you know, he was ahead of his time. But I don't think I'm ever going to look back and be like, oh, wow, Kanye muttering some stupid, non- Bill Cosby freaking words. I don't think I'm ever gonna look back and be like, you know, he was way ahead of his time. No, because if that's the music that I have looking forward
1: to, I don't want it. Bop, it's not gonna be a thing for much longer. Kanye West, more like Kanye, flop, guys. Um, I don't know, What's Kanye what, pest, yeah, honestly. Um, you know, my nerves. So I just felt like he wanted to drum up that support, he mm-hmm. wanted to get the attention, the media's point of view, and he got it. And now he's releasing stuff ridiculously. And I also um part of the his of Pablo not doing as well as he expected that led to him leaving the music industry and did aid in a bit to some of his um opiate abuse but I mean I also don't want to necessarily like group all these actions under his men- like it being his mental illnesses because I know people with mental illnesses they don't go around mm-hmm. inflating all this stuff and saying ridiculous things that he knows is going to incite all types of discussions that probably aren't going to be beneficial so it's just, I don't know. Kanye West really, like, crossed the line for me. Um, you know what made
0: me so angry about it the most was not any things that he was saying and things like that. It was when he had stars such as John Legend texting him and then would post a screenshot of it online, like literally giving out all, all the, like, those private conversations that they're having, those private you know, discussions that they're having for the world to see, you know, John Legend was, you know, you know very lighthearted about it, you know, as you know, loves Kanye and said, you know, I love you and is showing what true love is by, you know, not making this a big deal. But that that is an invasion of privacy. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I had to throw in a little cardio reference. But, like, that's an invasion of privacy and that is something that I look at and that's like, say, for instance, me and Devin got in an argument and I am juicing that argument because I'm right. And then Devin texts me and says, I'm so sorry, blah, 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 blah. And then I post that apology online. Yeah. That's like basking in some, in some type of look at all this attention that I'm getting now. Uh,
1: There's no point. It's
0: all for the attention. And while you know this could be a marketing ploy for his next couple of albums that he's releasing very soon, but he's doing it at the
1: wrong time and at the sake of his own reputation. Yeah. I so, mean, I feel like the state of the state of our nation, our music industry, is all just scary right now. Um, and then these big stars, they have, they can have these discussions and not be affected by it because they don't affect their day to day life because they can still afford to go to college or do whatever they want. So it's just like, what are you doing, EA? Like, come on. But I'm off of the Kanye West rant. Uh, I got it off my chest right now. I'm good to go. I think we we'll start talking about the next topic. JTO, what you got on the table? What's on my prompt? So, you? I'm very,
0: very excited about this. There's actually been a little bit of beef squashed this week um, at the Met Gala. Cardi Yay. B. You heard it was called and the Illuminati prom. <laughs> <laughs> it, Cardi B and Nikki squashed their beef. They squashed their beef. They have been seen talking and carry on a conversation, smiling with each other, taking pictures with each other. This is all that I've been wanting because, you know, I'm a fan, a massive fan of the both of them. They're both very massively successful in their field, and I am very glad to see their beef squashed. But theirs isn't the only beef that has been squashed. Taylor Swift actually just started her first, or uh, the Reputation World Tour with the first date yesterday. And who was there to congratulate her? Katy Perry. Katy Perry. They have had massive beef with Swish Swish being the song by Katy Perry last summer being about Taylor Swift and then also Bad Blood by Taylor Swift being about Katy Perry. There has been this feud going on for years and years and Katy Perry sent Taylor Swift a wreath and a letter saying that she was sorry and had been thinking a lot about their relationship as old friends and so their beef is officially squashed. When it
1: comes to this um, beef, I'm vegetarian. I don't, <laughs> <too>.
0: <laughs> I don't want it. It doesn't really matter, but it does. We're not pinning two very successful women against each other anymore. Yeah. Well, that's good, but I don't really like either one of them that much, so it didn't No, Not not that (laughs) it (laughs) does anybody. Moving on, I think we have to talk about something that happened this week the Met. The Illuminati Prom. The Met Gala. (laughs) We got to talk about it.
1: The Metropolitan Museum of Art Gala. Which was uh, which was based on the theme of celestial beings, godly beings. It was just displayed yes. in the Catholic Church. Anti-gay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but we just wanted to take a few minutes to talk about some of our favorite looks and maybe some of the
1: people that we. thought missed the mark. Okay, who missed the who missed the mark? First off, Oh, man, who missed the mark? I'm trying to think. Kylie Jenner. Yes, because it, it was Kylie, right? It had the. The white pants suit on with the... No, that was Kendall. Oh, Kendall, she really missed it. She, would, she had a little, like... She had turtlenecks on her ankles. And, like, <laughs> what, what was that? What was the point of that? Like, I didn't get that. No it interest. didn't go with the theme. There really wasn't anything that popped out. I was like, oh, that's the Catholic Church, you know what I, mean? mm-hmm.
0: um, I think Michael B. Jordan missed the mark, definitely. Okay, the but it was pinstripe
1: suit. Okay, yes, he did miss the mark with that, but that was a cute suit. Like, that's no, a fit. That was a fit. It that suit was a fit. And I'm that was the first suit of, like, that, that dude's line.
0: I'm not even gonna sit here and give. I like Michael B. Jordan, but I'm not gonna tell him he looked good just for the sake of that
1: it's Michael B. Jordan. He I'm not like the rest good. of everybody else who's gonna be like, oh, Michael
0: B. Jordan looked good because Michael B. Jordan's He awesome. he looked. He that.
1: did look good, but he did not look go- look good for the theme. No. Yes, he looked that picture. It looked like was he was a fit. That was a whole fit. It looked like he was dressing to go to jail. That was casket shot. It was the that was the whole point of it with the orange on the sleeve.
0: Yes, but it wasn't even done like it wasn't done well. It was annoying.
1: It looked like he was wearing pajamas. No, it did you not. You ever seen the boy in striped pajamas? There you go. Now you did. We're not gonna mix the Holocaust with Catholicism, okay? Just did. Who else do you think missed the mark? Um, I can't. I'm trying to get anybody there. Um, I didn't pay attention to the ones that missed the mark for me. I, literally missed the like, mark, I just kept going and just like just gagged over everybody else who I loved the most. Um, I'm also gonna say this and go ahead and say it. So do I can not, boast you. Do not hate me. I think Celonoles could have done a lot better. She could have, but she was channeling this dark goddess, like, um maleficent type deal. It was very like the dress itself
0: was beautiful. Her she herself was beautiful. It was the headpiece I wasn't I wasn't about. The headpiece
1: was like her hair.
0: No, she had a she had a do rag.
1: Yeah, and the headpiece was like her hair going out
0: of it. I just thought like the rest of it was so like done up and
1: she brought the do rag in and I was like it was I'm trying, It's a hair wrap. Um, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I'm trying to think. like if she wasn't one of my favorites I really I didn't yeah. like it and piece. usually it's the noel sisters who stunned. Yeah, and so when she came in and she was just
0: very underwhelming. I was like hmm. I miss beyonce Beyonce was- wasn't there. Gaga wasn't there We are missing two fashion icons But it's alright because there was plenty of other people that were dressed up very very well to make up for them being gone D town dot DT It was some of your favorite
1: looks Alright, Zendaya being a, Um intersectional feminist yeah. icon with this Joan of Arc theme wardrobe. It had the sexy. It had the flirty. It had the, I'm about to take y'all to war. All in one. Like, she was. She did that. She rewrote she, the stars. You get she, it in reference to The Greatest Showman? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she really did
0: that. And, you know, at, at first glance, I didn't really quite get the reference when I first saw it. And I was like. Zendaya's always coming out here with them strange looking, with that bar, that scrape. And so, and so, I kind of looked at it for a while, and I was like, you know, this guy looks like really familiar. It's Joan of Arc.
1: Great, and you, then I've seen a you lot. You knew her? You do look kind of like Joan of Arc. Is that your cousin? Oh my gosh! I can see, I see, um, oh, I see it's a bit. Oh my god!
0: Please stop. Okay. <laughs> so Zendaya looked fantastic. I also think that actress Catherine Langford. Slave. Was that the one with the tear? No. She was the one with the thirteen reasons why she's wearing a oh, pink yeah. dress with a red cape and she had her hair done look like oh yeah, so she, talking about she had, like the, little, she had she the inside the
1: looking good, and she was one of my favorite looks. Um, of one one of my favorite looks, Nick Jonas. It was very simplistic, Yes, it's very simplistic. But it was like that little boy meets. Catholic priest. Meets. <laughs>
0: Meets Vampire is what he was saying. He looked like he
1: was from like Twilight, Vampire Diary. But like, like if they had a higher budget. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was like everything that I needed. I but public service announcement to all men attending the Matt Gala. I need y'all to dress with the thing. Step it up. Dude. A black tuxedo. Step does it not up. John Mendez. You, what were you doing? What were you doing?
0: You just wore like a maroon maroon suit. What what was that? Why? Why? Oh, was that supposed to be the blood of Jesus? Why? you dressing like dressing like my Why? communion one? Wow.
1: No. Wow. But you know what guy did go above and beyond? Chad, Chadwick Boseman. Chadwick <laughs> oh, Boseman. Oh, with, with that, um, I'm trying to think. It was like Steve, not Stevie Wonder, uh, Rick James, uh, tape on. <laughs> I was feeling that. Was, it was a whole vibe. But I do wish his, like, pen was uh, cut a little bit. Well, higher up because it did have that kind of saggy to it, but I love the embroidery. I love the, like, the crosses. Mm -hmm. And he was, you know, wearing the
0: cape. It was very stylish as well. It wasn't, like, too over the top. It wasn't underwhelming. It was perfectly done. It was there. Chadwick Boseman, for sure, was the best-dressed man at the event. Yeah. Uh, I would would agree with that. um, But who was your
1: best-dressed woman? Woman? It would probably be RiRi. Rihanna because she was co-director for the event this year mm-hmm. uh, she was co-chair I me mean, and um so she really brought it with this it's very like a line cut very like boxy but like rectangular and like still fitting she looks sexy her eyebrows which she intended like purposely looked like it was like an Antichrist feel but she was still looking like Pope Francis third. like it was just so mm-hmm. much going on and I, I mean Rihanna literally became the Pope in that outfit yes and she bodied
0: she did she buy she showed us body and 50 comes out in one day? Yep, okay, so there's uh two people that I think are the best dressed females. Um, one I'm gonna go ahead and say this one just because you know, everyone at every event, there is someone that takes the theme very literally. Yeah, Ariana Grande took the theme very literally. She literally took the artwork from the Sistine Chapel. And, yeah, I, I like that. Uh, threw What's on, favorite, threw on like some it. uh you know some overlays Tatum. and stuff like that and had this like beautiful puffy princess gown she looked fantastic and had this with sp- that long pony and with that long pony she's always doing a long pony but she is the only one that I know can really slay the pony like that yeah uh and then lastly I think we all can agree that one of the per- people that had the best look of the entire night Lana Del Rey I mean Lana Del Rey looked really really good um, I love her but
1: cross. Blake Lively.
0: Oh yeah, she did have a good one. Blake Lively looked phenomenal. She always looks phenomenal on a red carpet. Always looks really good in anything. She's one of those people that can basically wear anything, and you can wish your Blake Lively men and women alike. <laughs> but you trying to tell us something, Jay? Yeah, that you need to look like Blake Lively.
1: Hey, really? Yeah. I'm dead ugly.
0: Wow. I knew it. Thank you. Yes, but Blake Lively, <laughs> you kind of won my book on this one. Um, but I also want to talk about Nikki and Cardi. Both came out and slayed. Cardi was looking like... With Jeremy this Scott. like Yeah, with Jeremy Scott, Moschino. She was looking like, you know, the angel and... Moschino? 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 M-O-S-C-H-I-N-O. It's Moschino. Moschino. It's Moschino. What? It is Moschino. We can say it two different ways, but Cardi <laughs> was looking like the angel, and then Nikki came out in the red. Looking like the fire She was looking like the devil, but like a elegant demon. It was... A oh, beautiful it was beautiful and the fact that
1: Cardi was pregnant and still looking like that she looked like the Virgin Mary I loved it um, another one that I liked that you didn't like but um, I just liked it because of like the like the slight dig and like kind of underhandedness of it was Lena Waite's um, cape wearing like the gay pride cape to the thing it did not go with the thing but Catholicism is like directly against
0: Bro, we sit here and just roasted Shawn Mendez for wearing just a suit and you're gonna praise him because not going with the
1: theme. Then okay, she just went a Okay, but a suit is different from a cape. If you would have thrown a cape, it would have been a different story. No, it wouldn't have. No, it wouldn't have. But still, for my argument's sake, it would have. So if you're I going to, her. if you're going to like a, a political rally or something like that, I think that would have been a great
0: statement. But you're going to a Met Gala.
1: It was elegant. It was fun. You're going it was to the
0: biggest fashion event of the entire year. And you she let her state? free flag fly. Yeah, she let her free flag fly, but she should let her free flag fly somewhere else. It didn't belong there. This was... It didn't belong there. It was... I thought that's why she wore it. It... Okay, everybody was talking about it just because it was so out of place.
1: Exactly.
0: Nobody ever any took any type of political commentary from them They're like, oh my gosh, Lena Waithe is doing something else with, like, the pride flag. I loved it. Okay, you can like it somewhere else. At the Met Gala, this is supposed to be about... The theme. That's why they have a different theme every year. You know, if they had something, if you had, you know, the theme next year, it could be something like, you know, political movements, you know. Oh, my God. Something like that. But this was supposed to be about
1: the Illuminati prom. Oh, my God. Okay. Sorry, not sorry. We're going to agree to disagree with Nick. Oh, at least
0: we got the problematic queen, Azalea Banks.
1: Girl, what you doing? Azalea Banks has attacked Cupcake Um, about her body. um, About her boobies. Literally. Cupcake is known to post very like, she wears very like uh, clear, see through velour outfits that reveal like her boobs and her other body parts, which is her body. She can do whatever she wants. And she has been making comments about how she needs to get a boo job or she needs to get things changed on her so she can do better in the industry. And Cupcake has been responding with nothing but, like, why are you bothering me? Like, I like who I am. And just being, like, she's very within herself and very proud of herself. So, yeah. Azalea Banks need to go ahead and go somewhere.
0: Azalea Banks is known for attacking all types of women. you know, two years from now, Azalea Banks is going to try to be friends with Cupcake just like she did with Nikki. Yeah. Two years ago... Zelia Banks was out here trying to roast Nicki on radio shows, but then now she's paying homage, being like, oh, my gosh, Nikki's about to slay everything that you're going to do. Like, stop changing sides like that. You can't talk mess about someone and then two two years later be like, oh, I'm their best friend. Like, we know ain't nothing to happen behind the scenes. Like, yeah. nobody nobody keeps you on their radar. No. Now, what I will say about Zelia Banks is she does a different type of music that I, you know, quite enjoy. Um, if I'm being completely honest, she has a flow that is unmatched. Um, it's It's just, I don't want to say unmatched. Like, as in, like, there's nothing better. There's just nothing like it. So she's doing very unique music. But what she needs to stop doing is attacking other artists for things like their body. Other women artists. Exactly. She is, you know, sitting over here talking about how women, you know, don't need to be pitted against each other. But she is pitting herself against, you know, a lot of other successful women. Cupcake, she was being very composed with her responses. You know, just saying, like, why are you bothering me? I'm happy with the way that I look. Well, yeah. Um, much love to you. And then she's just berating her about, you need a boob job. You'd sell so much more if you got a boob job. Boob job, boob job, boob job. Like, she's one of those bullies that just won't leave you alone. It's like, what are you doing? You have no other life. This is how she stays relevant, is by starting beef with other people. Yeah. I mean, she's she is literally the Wendy's of female rappers. Always talking about how she's better. Oh, my God. Always talking, always starting to beef. She can't back it up. Okay. Well, next on our list is Wig. We... We're going to talk about some of our music video favorites this week. There's been a lot of good produced music videos with storylines and um, production value and cinematography. And uh, there's just so much that we need to talk about. Um, The first one being
1: Chun-Li. All right. So Chun-Li is like the sequel to, uh, hey, it's King Kong. Yes, it's King King Kong. Kong. This is King Kong? Yes, it's King Kong. (laughs) I love those memes with the King Kong (laughs) it's like King Kong and then But anyways Chun Lee's like the sequel to uh what's it love? Your love. Your love. Mm -hmm. And so she goes in, she was like preparing to become a samurai and then in Chun Lee, now she's a samurai, she's a full fledged assassin. She has this whole little group followings and they are destroying people. And like the whole aesthetic of this is
0: very awesome. It's like super dark and like uh, very neon. There's lots of neon lights and things like this. A lot of, you know, those neon lights are in her uh, wardrobe, which are really, really awesome. But she starts the whole music video with a little bit of a... storyline. A freestyle storyline at that. She freestyled that talking about how, you know, she's been gone for a while, but, you know, her entire absence has been carefully crafted. It's been very, very um, purposeful. And that while she's gone, a lot of people thought that they could take her place, but she's back and ready to reclaim her throne. So, Reclaiming my time, uh, very, very well done music video. And then also, she released another video that day Barbie Tings, Barbie Tings, Barbie Tings, that's Barbie Tings, Barbie Tings, that's Barbie Tings, Bobby Bentley, Bobby Benz, Bobby White pick of Bobby Fins. Okay, um, this video I thought was really, really awesome. It just kind of played off the whole doll aspect. She like was a Barbie, I wanted more though. See, this one I didn't really have much in. of a storyline, if I'm being completely honest, it but did. she served
1: a lot of looks. She had the I mean, space buns with yes. the fenty print. I mean, I loved all the looks that she was serving, but I just wanted more. I just wanted a little bit of higher production value in it, because it just had that white background, and it was just the dancers and stuff. And mm-hmm. she, I feel like she could have did a lot more of, like, playing on this, like, neoclassical era that she had on there with, mm-hmm. the, with the dresses. And then they are rocking, like, Reebok shoes under those, like... Uh, freaking dresses and I was like I wanted to like see some connections with that but I mean I enjoyed the music video. Well, the reason them.
0: why I like this video was this has been a very good contrast um, to a lot of the other videos she released in the past couple of years is that in those videos she's been the queen she's been wanting everybody to know how powerful she is that she's the best and she's been that serious person but in this one she was having fun she was smiling she was she's dancing. Just she was just having a good time and so seeing that side of Nikki in a professional project Was something that I haven't seen a lot of since Roman Reloaded. Yeah. So, uh, I quite enjoyed it. It Gave me kind of, the production value kind of gave me a little bit of Stupid Ho vibes. Yeah, that's Uh, what I was seeing. Kind of like the whole uh, same setup, uh, Beats in the Trap era, things like that. So, I liked it.
1: Alright, next is Accelerate. Accelerate. Come on, baby. Pick Pick up up your speed. Stamina. And yeah, that's what what I need. need. Another shot. it. Oh go with me. <laughs> all the club. all, all the club. What is wrong with me? <laughs> um accelerate. I this is my song that I love to listen to when like I'm on the interstate because it comes on and then like boom 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 boom. It just be hitting real hard. And so like I know I came into Huntsville and like I was pushing like 90 by mistake <laughs> because it shoot Christina say, accelerate. I'm like, okay, baby, I got you. And then, room, vroom. vroom. <laughs> so, and so, it just, it was a vibe. But this, but this video is nothing
0: but Christina Aguilera being sexy as I don't even know. She's serving looks. She's just kind of, she's bare, bare minimum uh, makeup. It's this, kind of
1: like the natural look. This, she was serving, like, beautiful looks. Yes. But, like, it was sexy. Like, she yes. knew she was beautiful. And, like, it was very, like, she knew... You can tell she knows herself in this album. Mm -hmm. So this album is going to be really be like a liberation album And for some reason,
0: this video, she looks a lot younger. Like, you know, seven years ago, eight years ago, when she was doing Keeps Getting Better, that she looked super old. She looked like she was ready to take this on this, like, adult contemporary artist. But no, she came back, and she's appealing to the younger genre again. She's looking younger than a lot of, you know, our super young, early 20s stars. She's making music that a lot of our... You know, early twenty stars are making, and she can. This, keep, she's up there with them right this, now. This this era of like Christina Aguilera is she's not coming to play around. She is ready to uh, come back and be an icon again. So not that not she maybe. ever wasn't an icon, but she's ready to continue that rain as
1: I'm like I stood out over her being covered in that syrup Ooh. and then like just licking her fingers like okay look like she was like dripping in Carol.
0: yeah
1: <laughs> 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 all right so the next music video we want to talk about that really stood out to us was 2002 by Marie. Um, um she is like a what, what she's what? like Nelly she's
0: Jay-Z she's Britney, Britney Spears. Spears uh she is uh sync. This song is about, you know, taking it back to, you know, the early days of her childhood where she's singing a lot of her favorite songs with her friends. Um, and a lot of those songs are, you know, Oops, I It Again and Hit Me Baby One More Time by Rudy Spears, Bye, 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 and Sing, Nine Problems, Jay-Z. Uh, and she's paying homage to those videos by kind of recreating those looks in this video. And it's, uh, it's just super fun to watch, not because, like, it's like this groundbreaking video just because it's super nostalgic. It's just, yeah. It kind of takes us back a little bit, which is what I really liked about the video. Um, there's some dance sequences. It's just it's a lot of her having fun. You just having a good time. Bop with her friends yeah. in high school. It's it's just a super fun song. It's definitely going to be a summer hit, but the video didn't disappoint me. It kind of definitely went along with the theme of the song. So
1: It kind of made me like the song a little bit more. Yeah. Because it was like I could connect it with it. Like It helped me understand the story she was trying to tell mm-hmm. with the lyrics that she had. Yeah. But, down to... We're gonna, do, we're gonna do El Anio first, because we have
0: a lot to talk about in the next one. Uh, El Anio, a, bit, a song that we talked about earlier, about, like, with J-Lo. She came and slayed the video as well. Not only did she releases this bomb song, she came out and became this, like, mystic witch queen. Yeah. And had, like, a bunch of arms behind her. She and, had, like, like, lotus flowers. She had, she, like, also
1: Indian culture. And she did some rocking like she was rocking the dances she she was covered in like some savorsky crystals in a pool of water with her dancers being surrounded by looking like sexy john of arts i guess where they got her uh, her <laughs> like to look like but they were over there poppish locking and drop it real hard they were shaking everything they got and it was, just, it was so, like, insane. There was, like, some fight scenes between, yes. like, her crew. That was with her, her crew
0: of, like, princesses that was with her. Her, and East her continent yeah. And her, like, uh, man of interest. Uh, oh, which, the actor. One of the main actors from Sin Saint. So, like, this video was just very well done. And J-Lo, of course, never ages. She still looks beautiful. And there's that one point where she's got, like, these white dreads. Yeah. And she's just looking, like...
1: She was trying to look like. Um, She's about to be like El Khalid Salman Bass- and So he said some spells or something. She was trying to be like Angela Bassett in, um, Waka- uh, in Black Panther. I was going to say Wakanda. That's what she was trying to look like. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a really great storyline. It wasn't too much. And even though it was a language barrier, because I don't know, speak Spanish, but you still understood what was going on. It was sexy. It was fun. It was cool. It was. It was mystical. It just had everything. It was, like, international. It was, like, Mr. Worldwide meets royalty. There we go. Perfectly done. All right. And last but not least, this is America. by This is America. All right. We
0: have a lot to talk about with this video. This is definitely probably the most thoughtful video that's come out in the past two weeks. Um, It's by Childish Gambino, and he's kind of getting back to the rap after the Redbone phase. Um, I don't
1: want to call it a face because it's yeah, very very man. awesome.
0: But uh, he's getting back to the rap. Devin,
1: what's your take on this video? Um, this far, this this video was amazing. And if you have not seen the video, I need you to watch it. Uh, man, I need you to watch it twice. And this is why. This is the uh, very specific uh, instructions. This is America. First time, just pay attention to Childish Gambino and who he's playing, and like the scenes that, that let you focus on him. And then second time you watch it do not wa- pay attention to Charles Gambino at all. I want you to just watch the background, pay attention to everybody in the background, because this uh, music video is so full of detail and so full of all these different um, references and windows that it's just, you have to, to, just in order for you to take everything in, you still need to watch mm-hmm. it again.
0: And the song has a lot of, um, you know, they're kind of talking about a lot of the different things with like police brutality and the treatment of colored people in America. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: yeah, he uh, he made sure that he talked about, um, like, he made a point to when he, after he shot somebody, he would put, place it in a uh, red handkerchief, and the handkerchief would be treated mm-hmm. better than the people who were being killed, and people who were being killed were African-Americans. Mm-hmm. So, like, there is tie-ins with Jim Crow, mm-hmm.
0: Boondocks.
1: Um, Charles The Charleston shooting, uh, with they have the gospel choir that's singing, and then he, sing, and then they, he like, massacres all of them mm-hmm. and but it's also another uh kind of metaphor or whatever for like the church and uh, black communities and everything else, and like how that's a powerful part of it, and the pose he makes when he shoots the first dude is uh actually a reference to um not uncle tom but this uh this character like uh, this black face character, and he makes that exact pose, and he's also what was like on a lot of posters that uh were advertising that, so it's kind of showing. Uh, black people entertainment and how it connects to the world around them and how it's used to distract.
0: And my favorite part of the video is the fact that you know Devin was talking about how the first time you watch it, watch Childish Gambino, but the second time you know watch behind him. I think you know what he was getting at is that you know there is all this stuff going on in America that is just being overshadowed by stuff that doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You know, in the grand entertainment. Of, in the grand scheme of things, Childish Gambino's music does not matter as compared to um, you know mass incarceration it doesn't mm-hmm. matter with the mistreatment of people of color in our communities it doesn't all that stuff that stuff matters but we're focusing on the things that doesn't matter mm-hmm. and so that's what this is drawing parallelism to and it is beautiful done. he's doing what kanye west thinks he's doing
1: yep i agree so, all right and that are that's our news and videos for the week back to JTO and dtown.dt at the main office Five, top five, top five, This is my favorite part. <laughs> I know y'all were waiting for this moment. You got to listen to our commentary on everything. Now it's time to listen to our top five songs that we can't stop listening to. This week. And last week. And probably for the rest of our lives. Wow. Honestly. At least for this week. Alright, JTO, what's your top five, top five? Top um, five? You know, I got to
0: throw in 2002 by Anne Marie. We just talked about that song in the music video portions. But it's just a super fun summer song. It's the start It's the start of my summer. I want something, you know, like you said, light, and kind of carefree, you know, right after finals, right after graduating college. Oh, congratulations! Yeah, thank you. Now I'm an adult and have to do things. Um, But this is super, you know, light and refreshing for the summer. So, 2002 by Anne-Marie. Something that's a little bit more hard-hitting is Game Over by Martin Garrix. I'm usually a lyric person, but this song has no lyrics. It's just complete EDM. But when I tell you this song, like, it sounds like the song that would be playing if I was in a spy movie, and I was about to go to some, like... Some formal event and orchestrate this like massive uh, thievery. Thievery. Yeah. We're gonna go take. We're gonna go taste. The, take the tesseract or something. That's that's oh what it sounds God. like. Every time I listen to it, like I, I walk to the beat and I feel like I'm in a movie or something. So game I'm over, Martin Garrix. Also, I came across this song by Alison Stoner, which is from Camp Rock. Yeah. When it's right, Superbop. <laughs> Superbop. <laughs> like I don't know what about it, like draws me so much to it but it's just basically she's talking about the entire time how this person hurt her in a relationship and how like you know in the moment she like you know hated him for it but in the end she's thanking him or her um for hurting her because it made her grow and then she also later on reiterates by saying you know I think I also mess up your entire life um so sorry for that as well so uh When It's Right by Allison Soner next I Got The Juice by Janelle Money Monet It is... I got the juice. It's funky. It is everything that I wanted Janelle Monae to put out. It is... I just am listening to it like I am slamming on my steering wheel when I'm driving to work. I'm like, I got the juice. Boom. Like, it's... (laughs) Pharrell Williams come in, and, like, he is super funky as well. They are, like, a match made in heaven, Pharrell Williams and Janelle Janelle Monae. Monae. Uh, So, I got the juice. It's definitely the highlight from Dirty Computer, in my opinion. And then, lastly, one of my favorites... This is no surprise. Sean Mendez and Khalid did a collaboration together uh, called Youth, which is probably my favorite song of the week. It is basically talking about all the hatred in the world and how they're not going to let that hatred... It's a
1: nice back and forth.
0: I love their, mm-hmm. like... It was like, Sean Mendez and Khalid. Yeah. It's, it's just talking about how they're not going to let all the bad things in the world, you know, make them bad. They're not going to lose their youth over a lot of the ish that's going on, so... That's my top five of the week, dtown.dt. What is your top five, 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 five. five, 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 five? Top
1: five for the week. We're going to start off. off. Uh, one of my friends uh, sent me this song, and I have been bopping to it all week. Uh, it's called Anti-Social Smokers Club featuring Ooh. Zoe Kravitz. Ooh. It's off of Ray <laughs> Sway uh-huh. and Slim Jimmy's album. Um it was it's so fun and just happy and then really okay so like I'm not really like a big race remember man fan um but when Zoe Kravis comes in and just like rapping like she is like she's like eh hey, yeah. it gives me like Miley Cyrus in the club how y'all perk. okay sort of okay yeah you know yeah what I'm yeah. Saying? yeah I get that same like feel from it and I just it's so much fun you just like it's, it be- da- it's because it's probably not what you expected like you
0: didn't expect that from Miley no, you didn't expect it from Zoe. Zoe's like typically making like this alternative pop
1: music. Yeah. Like, yeah, what are you doing? But she comes through when she came through. Her early. features this whole year, her and Kaylani's features have been top notch yep. this year. Um, next is called Darling by Toby Lowe. Um, I stumbled upon, upon this uh, artist last week on my um, new music mix, and he's just like, it's all very, it's really poppy. It's Tells a story about, like, him falling in love. And then he tells you, like, I didn't even know how to pronounce his name until he said it in the song. Um, but it just, I liked it. It was like a boom. You wouldn't sounds, bro. don't sound, mean, sound like, like Kanye. I can. scoop a the poop poop I just only can describe something like sounds and colors. I don't know. And then another one, since I got two upbeat songs, I got give y'all a sad one. Um, Storm by Tom Uh yeah, Tom Vinyl, John Vinyl, my bad. John Vinyl is very sad. He's talking about this love storm and it's just smooth and like he just has these these like nice crescendos and like he works his way up and back down so beautifully. Um, another song. And these last two no never mind. This this song right here, wait featuring offset and Vori, really good. It's just like you can ride with your windows down. Hands out the window, chilling, having the time of your life. But then you listen to the lyrics, you're like, oh, shoot, I'm waiting on my lover to come back. Like, what is going on? But you're still having a good time. And then the last but not least is nice sexy, fun, you got a baby you can run up against on. Um, it's called Listen by one of my favorite artists, 1111. Yeah, it's like 1-1, one, one, and then like the colon, 1-1. One, one. And it's very sexy. He uses these falsetto notes. They're just like, eh. I'm not going to try to hit him because I don't want to burst out of eardrums. <laughs> but it's just so like, I don't even know. It makes me want to rub up against somebody. I don't even know how. To. That's the only way I can say it. <laughs> like, it's just so much fun. But you also, like, are sad, too, because their lover is not listening to them. So, that's my top five for the week. I hope that was five. I can't really tell. That was five. Okay. <laughs> but now we have to talk about, you know, what the
0: whole entire show is about. It is our bop of the week. bop
1: it! Devin, what was your bop of the week? It's called Shake Something featuring Joey Perp. It is, it's alternative first off, so it's like not my typical genre, but it's this EDM hood mix. And I just want to let you know, we were, uh, we were playing volleyball the other day, I had a song blasting on the speaker. Um, and it just, it slaps. I don't use that word often. Yes, it slaps. <laughs> it did just that. It, it like when it comes in, you just be like, ew, 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 ew. That's the that's sound attached to that one. It's a nice yellow. If I give it a color, it's a yellow. Oh, we giving the songs colors now? That's what we're doing. I mean, that's something I can describe it. Okay. I mean, I like yellow. <laughs> Is yellow for your favorite color? No, purple. Oh, okay. Never mind. That's why I'm sad.
0: I'm sad boy. <laughs> okay.
1: B-O-I. Sad boy. <laughs> anyways um what is your bop of the week uh we already talked about it
0: but accelerate by miss x tina with ty dollar sign and two chains accelerate i'm gonna say this about the song the first time i heard it i remember being like you know this is this song sucks
1: yeah I remember and then i listened
0: you. to it a second time then a third time then a the fourth, fourth time, time and now it's my favorite song of the week like i cannot stop listening to this song this is it's one of those songs where, like, it is not anything, it's not like anything that's on the radio right now, so that's not why, that's why I didn't expect it to be good. And then I kept listening to it, and I'm like, this hits Two Chains Part, all I want to do is freaking dance it. As well,
1: oh, yeah, because it's like that no like like
0: pressure, like, like the e
1: Anything except jealousy and envy. It gives you that and Trap feel. Yes, yeah.
0: Yes, I am obsessed with this song. Like, Christina is like, you know, doing pop music, but she's not, you know, overusing her vocals and being kind of corny with it. It's very, very tasteful. This song needs to be a hit. Bring it to me. So yes, support that support these artists, everyone we talk about. All right. And so that is it for Bop It this week. We have a few closing remarks, as we do always. First off, we have Nick Jonas is releasing a song this week. Megan Train is releasing two songs this week. The we Weeknd has an EP coming out this week. We have uh, Sean Mendez releasing an album next week. Kanye West coming up with albums. We have Nicki Minaj who announced her new album and a collaboration with Madonna. Her album will be called Queen. It's out June 15th. I it was 18th. June 15th. Aww. We have... So much stuff coming out in the next couple of weeks. It's almost overwhelming. The new song uh, from X, uh, Christina Aguilera and Demi Lovato will be premiered at the uh, Billboard Music Awards upcoming. We have Ariana Grande re- leading, uh, releasing, releasing a new
1: May song. 20th. May 20th, uh, the, she released. Uh, I, I'm stumbling on my words. There's so much to talk about. Selena's tomorrow, Megan Traynor's tomorrow. Rihanna's got this reggae album that she's officially announced that she's working on. Ariana Grande is releasing her album in August and
0: is giving us a surprise every 20th of the month throughout the entire summer. Uh, Troy Sivan is releasing an album very soon. Uh, We just have so much stuff coming up, so Bop It is going to be lit this summer. Definitely don't miss out on it
1: because we have a lot to talk about. Don't miss out on our Release Radar episodes or our regular Bop It episodes. And if you want to listen to the songs we're talking about, Make sure you look into the description bottom, and you will see all the links for Apple Music and Spotify. So you can listen to the same music we're listening to. You can bop along with us. Bop, 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 bop Bop to to the the top. Slip and slide and and ride that riddle.
0: Bye. (laughs) EW.